You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to Gospel Theory, where we talk about the truth of Christ found in all of those myths, those rumors and those incorrect definitions. I am Trusta Neal. And I'm Isak Neal. And today we're going to be talking about the promised land versus promised land. Land of promise. Land of promise. <laughs> land of promise versus promised land. Is there a difference? Ta- also talking about personal revelation or personal covenants and national covenants. Yes, yes. What is the difference? Well, it all has to do with that very first thing. What's the difference between a promised land and a land of promise? Well, I, I honestly didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> okay. Which is why when I read the title of this one, I was like, wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> Aren't they the same? They're the same words, right? Right. Well, there's the only difference you put the in the land, land of, of promise. <laughs> it's a promised land. I don't know. Yeah. What? So you have to know English in order to understand this, right? Well, that's something I struggle with. <laughs> oh, so. come on. You're pretty good at it. <laughs> I'm a good writer, not so good at grammar. No. <laughs> okay. I'm getting well, better. Well, this isn't grammar. This isn't even that. It's not spelling. It's nothing. It's just... English. It's a phrase. Okay. A promised land. Like, here's a promised cookie. Okay. Right? That means I have promised you I'm going to give you a cookie. Okay, but isn't the land of promise also a promised land? <laughs> no. Well, it, okay, it might be. It might be, yeah, right? I guess it could be. It's yeah. It's intertwined. But... It's also a definition. Okay. A definition. What does the word promise mean? Mm, pinky swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a pinky swear. <laughs> well, uh, we always have to go back to the root word with you. So what's the root word? Oh, no. What's the root word? <laughs> Here we go, Mom. Another definition. <laughs> Another root word. Um, no, the root word is promise. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, nope, not that one. <laughs> so, there's two definitions of promise, right? Okay. Like that pinky swear, like you told me without a doubt that you were going to give this right. cookie to you, right? right? So, when I say promised land or a promised cookie, you know that I will be giving you a cookie. Okay. Okay. That's that's a land of promise would then be a blessed land. Yeah, it's talking about the land, not the person oh, going to receiving it. Oh, I see. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Right. This is a, a promised land means you have promised me that you're going to give me some land, but a land mm-hmm. of promise, of promise, is a prepositional phrase. Mm. Right. It's right. not a promise. The, here we're talking. The promised is land. The, the promise is the big part, right? But in land of promise, it's the, the main word there is land. Mm. So it's the land that has a promise on it. Oh. And in that case, we come up with the second definition of promise. And the second definition of promise means another word for covenant. Oh, I Okay, see. so this land has a covenant on it. Mm. Not you have a covenant. Yeah. Right? In the other one... the. the I, I promise to give you some land, right? Versus this land over here has a covenant on it. It has a promise put on it. 
So mm. when Lehi and the Jaredites and the Mulekites were all told to come to the land, what did they call it? The land of promise. The land of promise, yeah. Not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so you're saying that the co the American covenant was made before 16... Oh, I want to say 1619 is not the right one. No. Ugh, what is it? Like 1887 when we wrote the Constitution? Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, no, 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 no. no. There okay. was an American covenant oh, made right, by right, the right. pilgrims. Oh, right, right, right. 1620, yes. 1620, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 1620 when we have the Mayflower Compact. was the first slave ship, yeah. which is why people say that that's when our nation first started. Mm, whatever, whatever, yeah. Well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> no, Don't give me the, into that. <laughs> the land of promise was given way before that, like before Christ was born, right? I just, yeah, I will. I guess I didn't realize, well, kids with the Nephites, yeah, they did come to this land, and mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was a covenant land even before them. I, I guess I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. So Nephi, who, or Lehi, who was 600 years before Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. was headed to the land of promise, right? Yeah. And a promised land, because he was promised that land, right? Yeah. It's both, right? But, um, uh, and same with the Jaredites, right? They're going to this land of promise. And then also, I, I don't know about the Mila, because we don't know that much about them. But um, but the pilgrims did, right? They wanted to. They wanted a land that was ready to, to, to do something different that they could practice their own religion on. So... We could go two different directions here, right? We can talk about covenants here, and we could talk about the the America and and how is that promised land. So let's talk about covenants, and then we'll go back to um, the covenant, the uh, the American covenant. Okay, so a land of covenant. What does that mean? A land of covenant. It means the land is has a covenant on it. Mm -hmm. it means there is a prom. The people in this land have made. Or the people that have come before have made a promise in this land that is a shield and a protection as long as they keep the covenant. Yeah, and so that is the covenant, right? The, the covenant is if you keep my commandments, if you fall, if you worship the God of this land, then this land will always be protected and you will never have war upon this land. Which has been true for a long time. Yes, but if you don't keep my covenant... Nephites and Lamanites think about Jaredites. The, Jaredites, right? <laughs> then the war will come and you will be swept off this country. Bye-bye. Right? Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like, go on. So it keeps <laughs> happening over and over and over, right? Even the Nephites at the very, very beginning were almost swept away because of uh, fighting. But they, in the few of them that left with Mosiah, found the people of Zarahemla were able to be rescued. But that's just very few. And then they called themselves Nephites after that too. But so that gets confusing. But they were swept off the nation already mm, at the continent. Yeah. So that's several different times, right? The Nephites and then the Jaredites we learn about. And then again, the Nephites again, Jeez. we are taken off this land because of the covenant. And that is still applies today. That we are living in, and we won't go into, but you can study if you'd like to, why is America the land of promise, right? There's a, a, a lot to study there that we know that North America and South America are that land of promise. So with that covenant, right, it has been 
promise that if we keep the commandments, if we worship the God of this land, then that protection will be on us. And it has been true since the pilgrims have been here. That's incredible. We have been protected. We have not had war on this land. That's crazy. I mean, at least war that doesn't last very long. Right, you right, know, it's right. A, it's yeah, a 9 11, Pearl of Great, Pearl of Great Price, Madeline, Madeline. <laughs> Pearl Harbor, right? Um, the Alamo. Right, yeah. yeah lots of war But the, that's there's, been, there's been fighting, right, in the Civil War, too, right? There's been yeah. fighting, but it has been protected. We haven't had it taken away from us. Yeah. 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 Okay. So who cares? So who cares? <laughs> so who cares? Well, that's cool. Way, yay. I live on a land of promise, right? Yeah. Right, okay. right. So let's let's talk about covenants. Well, yeah, let's talk about covenants and, and the differences. So we have an individual covenant like mm-hmm. we make, right? We we covenant with God at baptism, right? It, uh, we at uh, The gift of the Holy Ghost is a ordinance. It's a covenant, right? It, the priesthood is a covenant. The washing and the anointings are a covenant. Yeah. The five covenants that we make in the endowment. Yeah. Right? The obedience, the sacrifice, the gospel, the law of the gospel, law of chastity, and law of consecration are all covenants that we make with God on an individual basis. In fact, it has to be done individually. You can't just say, okay, all of you in the left pew are going to be baptized and we're going to dunk you all at the same time, right? Yeah. Right? No, you, you have to have these are individual covenants. Each covenant is an individual. But not covenant. everyone has to make the covenant in order for it to be a promised land, right? Right. So there's the difference, right? We have these individual covenants and ordinances that we do within um, the Church of Jesus Christ, right? And those are individual covenants that we make. Mm-hmm. And then you have those other, and these are those are formal, right? And then we have informal ones, like Heavenly Father, I promise you that I will not eat sugar anymore. Yeah. Right. Okay. Those are the individual covenants. It or my dad, he made a covenant with Heavenly Father, a personal, individual, um, non-formal covenant with says, if you give me this loan, I promise to do anything that you ask me to do. And he was made bishop three weeks later. Oh wow. Yeah. I forgot right. about that. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Okay. So there's these th- those kinds of covenants. They're individual. They're a uniquely yours right but then we have this national covenant and timothy ballard who's written many books on this called the covenant or the american covenant or the washington great hypothesis or abraham hypothesis all of those books are that guy won't stop writing books i know (laughs) but well and he's just wrote the pilgrim hypothesis too which is also talking about and he coined this covenant on this land of promise the american covenant because it's North America and South America, right? Mm, okay. Okay. So that covenant is something that's different than our individual covenants. It's where the people make a covenant with God. It's when the people say, yes, I will follow thee. Yeah. Right? And that's where, and so who made that covenant? I don't remember making that covenant. Do you remember making that covenant? No, I, I didn't make it. No. <laughs> right. No. But, um, but there are there are some places that did. So I want to um, Our ancestors read you. Definitely did. So. Yes. Well. Right. Yeah. For the most and part. We, and we fight for it, right? And we fight for that, um, for that covenant to stay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but George Washington, George Washington knew the covenant, and George Washington understood the covenant so much, though. So, and I'm about to show you how and where and prove it. But he did. He made that covenant for us as a people. 
anyone to live on this land. We, he reestablished that covenant with God. So the pilgrims established it. Uh -huh. Well, it was established long before the pilgrims, now that I'm learning and realizing. But, uh, and then he reestablished it. Or re, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of like, like a rededication. Yeah, like Abraham, like Isaac, and Jacob, right? Abraham receives the covenant, uh -huh. and then Isaac received the covenant again. Then Jacob received the covenant, and then 12 tribes of Israel received Right? It's that covenant being okay. passed on. And so, yes, the pilgrims made it. Yeah? But, and, and lived it for most part and then other people came in and we had a chaos time period again but now and then they need to be independent of britain britain mm -hmm. and so then george washington through a miraculous events understood the covenant right and he's the one who made that covenant with us now let's talk about that covenant what is that covenant well in genesis 49 Versus, I didn't expect okay. you to go to the Bible. Yeah, oh, Genesis okay. forty-nine. This is the covenant made on this land. Okay, okay? he. It's okay. Let me give you the, the a background to this. This is when um, Israel or Jacob, right, the grandfather, uh, finds Joseph in e Egypt, right, and he realizes that Joseph now has a whole bunch of children, and he has two sons probably twins, Ephraim and Manasseh. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's to give Manasseh, the older son, the birthright. And yet he doesn't give him the birthright. He gives Ephraim the birthright. But to Joseph, he promises him something. Be through Ephraim and Manasseh, I will give you this covenant. And this is the promise that Jacob gave to Joseph and his seeds. Okay? So he says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, in other words, multiplying, just becoming great, right? Whose branches run over the wall. Now you have to understand symbolism to understand all mm -hmm. this, right? So whose branches, so thinking about a bough, a vine going over the branch, right? Well, they believed the ocean, that big, vast water, they called a wall. Oh, okay. Okay. So whose bough went across the ocean to the land of promise. Okay, yeah. Cool? Yeah. All right. Well, it definitely was a wall there. I mean, people fly over it all the time, but well, we it's do not now, yeah. easy. No, no, yeah. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of resources to get across that. Mm -hmm. Well, and time, too, right? We had to have the yeah. and, and food to get across on the boat. So, um, and then just, it was ringing with liberty, protection, and prosperity. Those are the things that were promised here in in. in Genesis 49. So let's think about this. So Lehi, right? He made it across, right? He, and who was Lehi from the tribe of? Uh, Israel. No, oh, right. Uh, yes, Israel. Uh, Ephraim. Israel, Manasseh. Oh, it was Manasseh? Lehi was Manasseh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all of his posterity is Lehi. But he went back for Ishmael and his family who were from the tribe of Ephraim. Ephraim, that's right. So okay, who goes that. across the wall to America but Ephraim and Manasseh, the two sons of Joseph? Oh, well, that can't be a coincidence. There's no coincidence. Yeah, there's <laughs> that no coincidence. can't be a coincidence at all. Yeah, not at all. Ooh, who is George Washington from? There you go. There's a really good question. <laughs> yeah. No. Did George Washington receive his patriarchal blessing? Technically not. <laughs> but with... <laughs> Without a doubt, he's from Ephraim or Manasseh. Or either one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I Not in my mind, right? There's well, I no mean, I, 
doesn't it wouldn't make sense otherwise right exactly and God always makes sense so uh-huh but so most of this most of us in America in the United States of America are from Ephraim and Manasseh right mm-hmm. most of us yeah yeah some so, other tribes that have come up but yeah but very few yeah. Very few, because we are that all of the uh, the Europeans that came to America were from the tribe of Ephraim and Manasseh as well. So here again, we are throw, going across the wall. Ephraim and the Manassehites are now on the American continent and sort north and south, right? That, those yeah. are mostly Ephraim and Manasseh. So how cool, right? Yeah. So even us, right? You're from Ephraim. I'm from Manasseh. We're we're from the tribe of Joseph, coming across, living in America. And all of the other tribes are showing up in Asia and Europe and yeah. other, other areas, okay? All right, so this is the coolest part. It's so amazing to me to think about this. But George Washington, on the day of his inauguration, went dressed in his best suit with a sword, right? I think right. I love that he wore a sword. His, his motif in his life was a sword, right? Right, yeah, it was. <laughs> So he goes, he puts his, um, let me, there's a picture here. So he puts his right hand on the Bible. Now the Bible could be, li- op- it could be closed, right? It could have been uh-huh. closed, right? But it wasn't, it was open and there's many, many sources saying that it was opened. But then there's a picture or, or a, a documentation that he didn't just open up to a random scripture. It was opened up. To Genesis 49. No way. <laughs> no way. Yes. That's so crazy. He had that book opened, his right hand on the very, very verse that said that Joseph's fruitful bow had crossed over the wall. Well, he may not have been Christian, but <laughs> he, was... he sure understood it. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> He understood exactly who he was and what he was doing and the importance of this nation creating a new covenant with God. So beautiful. It is so beautiful. He's so cool. I agree. He's so cool. (laughs) I just love George Washington. Yeah. Can't get enough. Yeah. That's incredible. There are no mistakes. Right. Yeah, there are no mistakes. Not with God's covenants and, and everything, so... Yeah, I agree. So, so I wonder. Amazing. I wonder why it makes. Yeah, what is it? What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> well, yeah, he what knew does it mean? He knew the covenant, right? He knew. He understood. He understood, and he made the covenant with him, yeah, with yeah. it. So, how do we preserve the covenant as a people? Isn't that the question? That is the question. Yeah, oh. it's not the Constitution we have to um, save, right? The Constitution's already a mess. <laughs> It's already. That's a good point. We've I mean, already destroyed the Constitution, right? We We're have. not living the Constitution we, anymore. Yeah, I mean, regardless of whether side you believe it, I mean, we all know that either you believe that the Constitution is something we need to turn back to, or something. We all know that we don't no longer follow those laws. Yeah, we don't. We no longer. We it, we are already past that, and and there's a big, huge group of people wanting to restore the Constitution, which is fine. They need to, we need to understand the principles mm-hmm. behind the Constitution and restore but the, yeah, that. Yeah, the principles are really what matter, right? Yes. It's the doctrine of mm-hmm. God and the way he would govern yeah. the, the, the land. But it's also, even at a deeper level than that, it's understanding this covenant and living that covenant, living our side of the covenant, right? A covenant has two ways. 
God has promised us this and we have promised this. And if we stop doing this, then he has to give us the punishment. Well, right? There's always a consequence. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that he wants to give us the punishment. It's just that, well, you broke your own law. You broke your own promise. You've, yeah. You've it's broken the promise. It's not my fault. Right. Like you, I'll always keep my end of the deal, but mm-hmm. if you're not going to keep yours, I can't help you. Well, then there's like, there's a blessing and a consequence. There's a, to yeah. every covenant, there's a blessing and a consequence. And the blessing he's promised us and given to us this whole time. So we're doing this all wrong then. I mean, as conservatives, I feel like we are straying away from God. Yeah. You know, I think conservatives are doing it wrong. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm not here to, we're not here to be political or anything, but I think that the conservative movement where we have been, and what we've believed has strayed away from this covenant. Yes. I, I, all of us have. All of America has, right? Well, the reason why I point out them specifically is we keep saying the Constitution, the Constitution has nothing to do with the Constitution. It's the covenant no. that was because of the, exactly. that was a, uh, the covenant, uh, the Constitution to came me. Came from the Came covenant. from the covenant. And that, it, yeah. so we have to make the covenant first. So how do we do that? Well, how do we go back to living it? How do we keep yeah. our promise, our end of the bargain, right? We've got to go back to the basics, yeah. right? Living and keeping the commandments of God. It always comes down to that, isn't it? Well, with God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> with God's covenants that he makes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. He says, you keep your covenant, you keep my commandments, and you, you know, have family prayer and have family, whatever, scripture study, but, and, and personal and keep your family together and then build branch the that out, of, right? Yeah. yeah. Build a testament, get converted and then share it and then bring others to me too. I and just feel like our message is wrong. Rather than turning back to the constitution, we need to turn back to God. Yes, we do. And our covenant that we have yes, made Yes, we do. Him. And it's not just about the United States, right? It's about Canada and Mexico and South America, too. Yeah. Turning back to God. And keeping that covenant that we have made. You know, it's said that God isn't, God is, oh, God isn't on our side. We have to be on his. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. God doesn't come to our side because we're not perfect. Why Mm -hmm. would God follow us? Yeah. We have to follow him. We have to. Mm-hmm. We have to make that covenant. And, and just let, I want to reiterate the word keep. I know we've talked about this in another podcast, but the word keep, remember, mm-hmm. it implies something that we already have. Yeah. We already have it. We have to keep it. We're protecting it. We're building a wall around it, just like the keep of a castle, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to keep the covenant. We got to keep a hold of it. We can't let yeah. it go. We've got to protect it. And by not keeping this covenant, we're letting it go. We're saying, God, we don't want this. We're not, I mean, we're even afraid to even call him by name. What do you mean? We're afraid to call it by name. We're afraid to call God by name. Oh, yes. And that has consequences. Yes, you know, we, we We try to include more people. Mm-hmm. God doesn't include more people. He doesn't broaden his, his uh, speech. Yeah. He keeps it very clear yeah. and very precise. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't follow me. I'll still love you, but if you want to be a part of this covenant land or if you want to be a part of my my church, you have to call me by name. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. And I feel like we've strayed from that a lot. Yes. And that I could be 
the reason why we have or we are experiencing the consequences of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we are, and we will even more if we don't do something about it. And we've been promised that we will be able to do something about it. But as individuals, we've got to keep it. We've got to keep that mm -hmm. covenant. We've got to be the person that keeps it, right? We've got to be the 10 people in the United States. That keep, I mean, we are a lot more than that. Well, but. I just feel like, well, I, I do sometimes feel like we have to be the people in, what is it, Zarahemla? Or what was the world that was about to, Babylon? Or Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. 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 You know, just one person. <laughs> yeah. <if laughs> just one, good, one person. good person. Yeah, exactly. We but still say we, we've, we've got plenty of good people in the world. We do. But we just got to strengthen them. We've got to strengthen them and realize and help them realize that we're, we're fighting for the American covenant. And That's what we're for fighting the same for. Thing, really. yeah. yeah. We're all fighting for the American covenant. The America's covenant. <laughs> we yeah. should say it that way. All right. So let's do a recap. We learned about the difference between the land of promise and a promised land, right? Yeah. We learned about the word covenant learned about the word um, promise and what what a promise really is and what the word covenant is, is, and that we need to keep the American covenant and uphold that and fight for that. And that is what we need to do. So we invite you to study more on the American covenant. Go get Tim Ballard's book if you've got some time. Oh, yeah. Let's, I mean, I've got to Let's read see, it I read, too. I referenced where I referenced, if, just so you know, if you guys have the book, um, The George Washington Hypothesis. By Tim Ballard. Like yeah, right By there. Tim Ballard. I read from pages uh, 160 and then I read again on 162. Just read so, that whole chapter, yeah, really. Yeah, well, really, you should probably really. read the whole book. Yes. And yeah. I should, too. And this is really a call to action for myself because I definitely want that in my life and mm -hmm. remake the covenant with us and our family. Yeah. And as as families, make covenants yes. and make sure that it's based off the American covenant mm -hmm. and and keep it and because that's really good what's going to save you in the end because, you know, who knows what's going to happen you know, in this world and all you have at the end of the day, all you have is your covenants with God and yourself and your, your beliefs and your knowledge. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all you got. Everything else can be stripped away from you. So keep to that and you'll be saved whether, and you know, whether you're not necessarily dead, but you'll be saved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might die, but you'll always be saved by God. Yes, yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us this day about promised land and land of promise. And may we keep our covenant that we've made on this land of promise. Well, if you like this podcast, be sure to rate and subscribe to it. Give us a five-star rating so that other people can discover it. And we'll see you on the next one. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. This has been Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.